This is the Global Leader Podcast with your host, Jason Cooper. This podcast is slightly different to normal because I normally interview people, but this time it's all about me and my knowledge and my skills and my understanding of how effective sales leaders can be and will be. On the 19th of January this year, I did a keynote presentation with Ulster University. It's broadcast via Zoom around a load of companies that were within the alumni, probably up to about 10 countries. This was all about empathy and really understanding and interacting with empathy and elevating the communication styles to be able to demonstrate these that help business people and business leaders in this time of need. It was 30 minutes, so I had to pack a lot in. Some of it is quite visual, so you might not get all of it. But if you, again, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of this sort of stuff, please like and please share. You'll get reminded when the next podcast comes through. Hope you enjoy it. Jason, I think I'll start proceedings this morning. Um, I'm Eddie Freeland, the Director of Development and Alumni Relations at Austria University. And I'd like to welcome everyone along to our event today. So we have attendees registered from all around the world, from Europe, Africa, Asia, and Australasia, a wide range of, of countries. And quite a number are Austria University graduates, including many graduates from uh, or Austria University Business School, who we work very, very closely and in partnership with. So we're delighted to see you all. So as we're on Zoom, and in order to allow us all to focus, could I ask that everyone ensures that their camera and their microphone is off, just so that we can focus on uh, Jason whenever he's, he's speaking. And this event is going to be recorded. And what we would encourage you to do is to use the chat function. If you have any questions, Jason's talk will be about 30 minutes long. And if you want to ask any questions, please use the, the chat bar for that. And we'll pick them up in the second part of the session. We would encourage you to tweet if you're on Twitter. And the, the various names are at Ulster underscore alumni and at Ulster Biz School. And we're using the hashtags today. We got this and empathy matters. So on to the main event, uh, Jason Cooper has worked in the business world for over 25 years across the UK, Ireland, and all European markets. Jason has co-founded two startups, and for the last five years, he has focused on helping people realize their potential. So Jason also hosts two podcasts, The Mindful Leadership and The Global Sales Leader, where he hosts international speakers and leaders and provides content to listeners to help encourage them to grow. So I'm now going to hand over to Jason, who will speak to us about communicating with empathy and resetting your mind for 2021 and beyond. So over to you, Jason. Thank you. Now the pressure's all on me to uh, communicate this a little bit effectively for you guys today. Really, really appreciate the uh, opportunity to speak to the Ulster University alumni so good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and wherever you are in the world. I'm in Dublin, 
Ireland, South Dublin. Where is everyone from? So if you'd like to put your uh, comments in the chat, it'd be good to know where you're actually zooming in from so I can get some sort of context of where you actually are. So we've got Kildare, only around the corner. Boxton, England, Bristol, Belfast, Belfast, Antrim. Lots of good places. Lots of Southampton, Antrim, Colrain, uh, Ballon Hinch, Wicklow. Oh, my God, they're all coming up really fast and furious. It's really good to actually understand where you actually are in relation to space, in relation to where I am. The first thing that you do in communication, the first thing that we always do is, what's the weather like? What's the weather like where you are? Put them in the chat as well. While you do that, I'm going to try and share my screen if I can. Could you take down the holding screen if you if you have? Uh, that'd be awesome. And then I can um, hopefully put up my screen. Awesome. Hopefully. Give me a few seconds and I'll just do that. So the ducks are running. He's absolutely throwing it down here in uh, in 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 Dublin. It's raining cats and dogs. So give me a few seconds, and oh, here we go. Thank you very much for allowing me to control the screen. So today is about communicating with empathy to reset your mindset for 2021 and beyond. As we all know, that 2020 was absolutely horrendous. And the start of this year hasn't been so good either. I remember last year, last January, it was, uh, I had a bit of a dry month. It was uh, fairly quiet. But, you know, um, what actually happened in January for me, uh, things started to move and things started to change. I'm going to admit some more people on there. But February, um, I had some really disappointing news that really sort of crucified my life, really. One of my best friends, uh, left the world which really sort of stopped me in my tracks and made me start to think about life and really made me start to think about how we show our true selves and how we show the way that we actually are as humans and talking to yourself in a respectful way like he left the world uh, be because things were challenging for him you know i don't want that to happen with anyone else so now we're in that place and we've all gone through um, the COVID stuff and we've all gone through areas of challenges with ourselves. Now's the time to really show empathy with ourselves and with other people. And especially when we're communicating with businesses and with business owners and other people and families and our own internal families. I've had to, uh, just before this, just to show you who I am, my, my kids were just fighting on top of each other. So I had to really say, so, so, guys, just go off and watch Zoom or go go um, go and play or do something and uh, give me this 30 minutes of peace and quiet. So I praise that for them. So, yeah, let's have a look at how we can impact that for this. This is really to give you some uh, ideas to move forward, some ideas to allow you to share some golden nuggets of information. As I said in the, in the start, uh, I started my podcast off because I really wanted to give back. So I connected with lots and lots of thought leaders from around the world so they can share some golden nuggets of knowledge and information 
and the other stuff. That's really my MBA. That's what I've learned. And that's what I've actually helped me grow this year. So part of this is going to be really connected to that and help everyone raise their game because communication and effective communication is absolutely key. I remember when I was young, uh, the thing that I always remembered is stop, stop, stop. And I was going, what? Well, my parents just says, stop running. So uh, I continue to run. Don't run, don't run across the road. So what do I do? What do I automatically do? Is I run, which what probably led me to be a good runner as a kid. But you know, it's the words and the thoughts that we say to people, which either empowers us with positivity or empowers us with negativity. And the way we are at the moment, we all need to feel good about something. We all need to start to feel January is a dark month, but how can we raise our game to make sure that it's a great and wonderful month? The reason I have this slide up is to just show you a little bit of my background and things I've done. Like I, I've even had my picture of my grandfather who was a major influence on my life. So without further ado, um, what I'd like you to do guys is just for this, to get your brains working and organized, pen and paper ready, if you can. So what I'd like to do when I say start, and not before, is think of focus. So pen and paper, when I tell you, I'm going to give you some instructions. So when I say start, I want you to start. And when I, when I say, give me a thumbs up when you stop so I can see it in the chat. Okay, you ready? So what I'd like you to do is write one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, pen to paper. Then what I'd like you to do is A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. So when you're ready, start and uh, let's see what you've done in the chat so just put a thumbs up that you've actually finished done awesome that's about 10 15 seconds there well done 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 wasn't that easy what i'd like you to do now is follow these steps quickly but only when i say start so it's A1, B2, C3, all the way up to J10. You ready? Go. And just say that when you've done, put it up on there so I can see that you've done it. Awesome. Have you noticed, if there are people still writing, there might be, have you noticed something? This is a little bit of a, a neuroscience check on how we focus and the thing about multitasking, just to prove a point, that when you multipass and do multiple things at the same time when you're in your work, um, when you're doing this, that, and the other, or you have too many tabs open on your computer, and you're working on your Word doc, and then you're uh, speaking to someone on the phone, and you're having a cup of tea or coffee, you tend to do things a little bit slower, and you tend to do things with less focus and care of attention. When you focus in on one thing at a time, you do it really well, as opposed to doing lots of things. A little bit of a warm-up exercise. I hope you appreciate that. Um, and again, this is all about you guys today and how we can help you move on forward. So let's move on. So we all start to think in... Uh, rational and unrational ways the reason why we have the thing of the thinking man here 
helps you focus in on thinking. So we all communicate and how we can communicate with a little bit more empathy. What does that actually mean, empathy? What does that mean to everyone in the chat? Can you put that up or smiley face or whatever? What does that mean to you? Awesome. Understanding. You're absolutely right. Being persuasive, being connected. Well, I don't really need to be doing this today because you really understand this already. It's the ability to connect with others. So I want to put yourself into a different scenario here. You know, when you lose your internet, hopefully you won't lose the internet today. You know, when uh, something goes wrong and you have to call a customer center, customer service center, and you're really agitated because you want it going wrong. You might have sent two emails. You might have tried to call. You're on a waiting list. Like you're there for 30 minutes. Then all of a sudden you let rip and go to the world. But imagine this from the other point of view, for the other person that's picking up the phone that have similar circumstances to yourself. They're at home. They probably have kids running around. All of a sudden, they get annoying calls with people shouting and screaming down the other side at you. But I want you to flip things over a little bit. It's a little bit of understanding and a little bit of appreciation on, uh, as you actually just said on there in the chat, is considering others. Considering others in their own circumstances. Understanding where they are at. Because... Your customers are seeing that from exactly the same place. We're all doing homeschooling at the moment. Um, we all have kids running around ragged, like I have just a few moments ago before this call. So really considering. And the, what focused me to mind of this was there was um, an advert on radio a few months ago before Christmas, and it was highlighting this. So just be kind and considerate to others, especially when you're going down to any retail shop. What I tend to do now is when I go into a, a, any retail store, I go, how are you? How is everything? That impact in the communication that we say to someone else makes a huge, huge difference to their lives because not everyone else is head down, masks up. and But how are you? This is something that you should be doing to your customers. Before you go, hey, my name's Jason Cooper, blah, 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 blah. The key thing is to really understand them. How are you makes a huge difference. How are things at home? Are you working from home? How are you doing? Ask some really good open questions. And we know that listening is the key thing. We train our muscle, our muscle in our brain to listen. It's a really tough thing to do, but with a lot of practice, it's so effective with your customers and for the perspective of customers. As we know, the same letters as listen is also silent. Bit of a giveaway there because it's already said it on the slide, but you know, the communication that we actually say and when we speak to others is once we listen to people intently and understanding their situation before we respond. The scenario and analogy I always like to give, you know, when we used to go to restaurants many years ago or last year or whenever it was, go to a nice posh restaurant and we sit around the table and the waiter comes around if it's a decent waiter. 
he takes your notes. He takes uh, what you're going to have for starters, main course, and sometimes dessert and all that. The cool thing is about effective listening is what he does do or her or, or is they say they repeat back to what you've just said and respond. You're going to have the soup and you're going to have the tomato soup or the minestrone soup and you're going to have the bread on the side but you're going to have a little bit of olive oil over it. And that's what you wanted. You didn't want the croutons with it. And then for the main course, you're going to have medium rare and you're not going to have the chips, but you're going to have this, that, and the other with that. And then you're going to have the pepper sauce. There's uh, three or four different sauces that you could have had, but you have the pepper sauce. And for dessert, you're going to have the sticky toffee pudding with the cream on top. How does that make you feel once you've been heard and understood? And then you're going to have the Chateau Nof de Pap uh, red wine with that. It's listening to understand people love to be heard. The more you listen, the more you know. The same as your staff at the moment when you communicate with them and they're all remotely around. Listen to the stories that they're saying to you. Listen to what is happening in their home. This is all part of emotional intelligence. This is a small area of emotional intelligence and how you can build that, how you can understand from your either your customer's point of view, alternatively, the point of view of the people that you work with, your, your, your leaders, your sales managers, your managers, or whichever context that you want to think of, it doesn't make any difference. It's all the same. Understand before we respond and empower them. What I want you to start to think of is your internal dialogue is chatting inside you all the time. It's saying, more or less, we are built fight, flight, or freeze. A lot of the responses that we have in our head are, that tend to be quite negative. But we have to start to learn to have positive words and positive language, internal communication. But when I say listen and be quiet... I want you to intently listen on the other person without the internal chatter going on in your head saying, oh, I'm thinking about uh, lunch or I'm thinking about this. Listen to exactly what's being said. Use your pen, use your pen, pen and paper or, or whatever, however that's going to work for you. So when we trust people, what I mean by that is when your staff are working at home as they are, is to trust that they're getting on with their work. Trust that you, with all these CRMs at the moment and all this uh, technology, it's really helping us. But you don't want to be one of those people that um, are looking over their backs. Give them the power. Empower the people to work. Empower them to trust them. The Maslow's laws of hierarchy is the need for belonging and the need to be felt and the need to be the importance to be an equal and the importance to be understood. So empower your teams to be successful in whichever way they want. Empower them, uh, say, can I help you be successful? What do I need to help you? Is it a course? Is it, uh, or you just want to be listened to in, in, in any time, any place? Make things personal. When you're speaking to your clients, when you're speaking to, 
show some respect show give them something uh send them a, a, everyone likes these emojis nowadays so give them a nice smiley face at the end of the email or something that i do now i insert a video in on almost every interaction that i have with them so number one they can see what i look like and they can hear what i sound like you know that's that's how things work customize things if you are speaking to a customer send them something through the post so you care about them and you understand them an authentic something that really really helps them so let's move on are we all good are we all understanding give me a thumbs up in the in the chat so i can see that you're still with me and you're still engaged with it any questions along the way awesome awesome i can see that that's really inspiring and i do appreciate that all the way through so what does this mean to you this picture what does that mean to you what can, happiness awesome isn't it good when we smile love happiness isn't it good that uh the person who smiles the most will win so i i have an automatic habit above me and uh, I was given this little tip, have a little smiley face above your camera. So it reminds you to smile. The reason that I have this picture up is all to do with uh, trust. It's all to do with happiness. It's all about building rapport. Kids are the best at building rapport with people. What it is, as soon as they smile, they built rapport with you. When you start to think about this with your clients and with your staff, building rapport is one of the best things that we can possibly do. You can understand it and you can see it with the eyes that it's absolutely incredible. How do you feel when you take this emphasis and you speak to your clients and say, how are the family? How are the things are getting on? When you do, um, I go back to the listening, is listening and then understanding, then respond by asking some good, wonderful questions and caring questions and love and nurturing questions. So what I want you to start to think about is a little bit of neuroscience here because we love a bit of science being uh, Ulster University alumni. So when we start to think about how our brains work, because it's all about our internal dialogue, it's that oxytocin, which is that trust chemical. It's released by when people are a little bit of closeness. Um, I'm not saying treat all your staff like friends, but you know, engage with them like they are your friends because this is how relationships work. This is how your emotional intelligence work. This is how you can create a better idea, build in a story so they can understand and understand the way because the best way to connect with people on one of the other connections that we can have with the soft skills that we do have and something that I do teach is storytelling. Get them to tell a story about how they are. They will remember you. Uh, my analogy is uh, about uh, building up good trust. Many years ago um, when I was a single man is and it was in, in a nightclub or bar or club or whatever it was. Um, you'll, be, you'll be trying to chat up a girl. But the key thing is, is 
asking them loads and loads of questions. For them, it's a good feeling for you. And they go, at the end of it, uh, whatever the conversations were, is, ah, oh, Jason, such a nice guy. God, he asked me so much about me. He made me feel really good and maybe a good understanding. People like people like themselves. And the mirror neurons that we have, which is in the front part of the brain, which really help connection and builds a lot of trust within that. The cortisol is what we've been having a little bit of time, which is the, the, the sort of the stress, the development of conflict. That's what I said to you when we speak to our customer service teams um, and there's a bit of conflict because we don't get a broadband up in time. But, you know, you can flip that over because we want to make people feel good and experience and understand the elements of people's struggles and get to terms with that which builds trust along with everything else. That's the end of the science experiment. So I hope you enjoyed all of that. So I don't want to scare you for this, but what I want you to do now, can everyone see me? So when we start to lean in, uh, like we're all zoomed and zoomed out at the moment, but when I start to lean into you, in the real world, if I was uh, leaning into you like this, you'll probably be uh, a little bit sort of uh, a bit scary, really, in the real world, if I was having a meeting with you one on one like this. But in the Zoom world, it's actually all right. And what you notice is um, you come in slightly closer. But on Zoom, it's actually okay. But remember to keep direct, it's okay to keep direct eye contact like this. Because in the real world, if you're staring at someone like this, it's obviously a little bit scary. It's a little bit intimidating. But when you're actually in like this, it's actually okay. If uh, I pull off my slide for a bit and uh, so you can see me, and then I'll go back onto it. If you can have a look into me like this, like your body language should be open. This is all part of uh, understanding yourself. It's all understanding about... Um, how you project yourself online and especially online in this world of connection with your customers with your team understanding your body language is as equally as important as the other ele elements so these are good soft skills to really understand how positive body language works how open gestures work obviously you can't say uh if i'm wearing shorts or look doesn't really matter but in the, this square world we can tell a lot about how we are how our eyes are how our eyebrows are up that means i'm listening to what you're saying i'm really sort of intently listening to everything and understanding you which brings me on a little bit more and i'm going to share my screen and hopefully it won't scare you again with uh, my picture coming out of the screen um a guy uh, called Mark Bolden and uh, uh, one of the world's leading experts on body language um, and another guy called Scott Wells, both of them I've interviewed, tell you about open gestures, which again gives movement and gives trust and also relation to space. So when you have things like this in around, it's good to have context behind you so they can see you're in, a, uh, in an environment or a working environment. For me, I've got a few pictures, I've got uh, charts up and whatever else. 
but it shows you that I'm a real person. And it builds in these brains, mirror neurons, and builds the internal state that I'm a real person and also helps you understand my emotions around you. So with that in mind, what I want you to start to think of, if I'm sharing my screen again, which I hope I am, is your tone and how you pause when you actually speak and you're communicating with these soft skills and how well we communicate with the pace. And it's actually okay to pause when you're actually listening to people because then it's a, a transference. So with your body language that you have and it's open, you want everything to be connected and transference of that because people like people that they like and trust and respect. So if they can see that with you rather than being on the phone, but they can probably hear your tone and your tonality and your pace and your rhythm. So if you're building an empathy, you probably go a little bit slower because you really want to understand and say things slightly quietly because this effective communication is absolutely key. And it's that transference of actually understanding those other person and they will lean in with you and they will really sort of emulate that understanding. So to give you some understanding of this, I just want to make sure that you jump inside of other people's shoes it's truly magnificent. It just takes a little bit of practice. So really understanding what it's like, uh, uh, excuse the, the, the bad picture here, but you know, it's the best I could come up with. But the more you can see it from the other person's point of view, the better the information that you're going to get, which is emotional, which is part of the, the limbic system within the brain, which is the emotional part of the brain is how we communicate with each other. Not the neocortex, which is the, the, the major uh, part of the brain, which takes the major part of the processing, but we're all emotional people. So let's communicate with emotional and let's understand how people feel and understand. So I'm going to give you a little bit of... Um, an idea before we sort of wrap up uh, in the next few minutes or so. So what I want you to consider sort of meta empathy, what is meta empathy? So what I want you to think about is this from the perspective, remember the customer service, know first your position, understand that trying to be in someone else's shoes is a good position. So some people try this. If you're, if you're not good at understanding how to sink into other person's shoes, you can do it with your eyes closed, which is a, a great, wonderful way to use visualization. Might be a bit scary for some people because they might not be visually orientated, but we all are in terms of uh, vis visually orientated. So if you do close your eyes, knowing your position, then knowing someone else's position, and trying to think what it's like in there. So this is like a holistic point of view, just a sort of a technique to, or a process to start to think of if it's unusual for you to start to think of other people and how they see uh, a situation. It's just sometimes good to practice this 
because it gives you a really good understanding of their position. Sometimes you can have the fly on the wall approach is seeing it from a third point of view seeing a conversation so you can see how well a conversational potential conversation could actually go just food for thought here this other way of doing it is um another exercise is uh getting on with someone so that you know that um you can really so an example is that someone's late for work or they're late to log in to the computer system or they're late to do something like this. So see it from rather than reacting in a sort of a negative tied up way, find out exactly what was going on. This is all a holistic approach here. So really sort of doing it from a meta position, really sort of you can sense things without being inside that bubble, understanding the stress, the anxiety, what's going on, but really understanding from their point of view, and also use this as the, the flying the wall approach. I, I, I leave that with you to think about that because it's all about that thinking man again. We know that our thoughts and our body is in connected and that gut feeling that we have, there's neurons running around in our gut. You know, when we all get that gut feeling, Sometimes it's best to trust that. That trust, that gut feeling is connected by the vagus nerve all the way up to the brain by neurotransmitters. So when we get a gut feeling that something's not quite right and you're engaging with your client and you can actually feel it, trust your gut feeling and ask the question, is everything okay? How are you connected? Whatever it might be. Look, we all talk about emotional intelligence this way. Um, but it's, it's, it's about being aware of your emotional states. It's about being aware of your self-control. It's about being aware of your self-motivation and your curiosity and your resilience about getting up and fighting for the next day. Like things are quite challenging right now. So when you start to speak with people, what I want you to start to think of is feed forward. Always feeding forward, not feeding back. When you present something, it's feeding it forward. So great, wonderful, number one uh, leadership coach in the world, Marshall Goldsmith, always states when you're uh, speaking to your clients or when you're speaking to your staff, you present them with a positive. So what you did then um, and what you can do this time is I would suggest you to have a look at this, or I suggest you to have a look at that. So once you start to look forward, looking back, you're looking at the, the what's actually has happened, which is a good thing that you need, you need feedback every now and again, don't get me wrong. So, but when you start to think things slightly differently and feeding forward is a really good way to start to think of the positive and think of the things that you can actually look for next time. And understand, especially when you're speaking with your staff and your staff members, you know, managers uh, uh, that are in leadership are also having challenges at the, at this moment in time. So it's it's understanding people' um, emotional states and understanding that you don't know everything, which is fine. So ask for feed forward from your staff. Look. I always like to do 
this at the end. We're leading with gratitude. There is no mistakes. People are learning moments, which helps people in teams to figure out what, how to work things out, then move without consequences. So look, I really thank you. Um, I've almost gone over time, but I could probably carry on a little bit longer. So I just want you to give you food for thought. Remember, return on relationship is one of the best things that you can do to build up with your clients and with your teams. Relationship is so important. That empathetic way is sometimes more important than return on, return on investment. Return on investment is, will come when you build that relationship with people. Use your body language in a positive way. Use your tone, tonality, your language. Make them work together. Listen and then respond. Be in the moment. Be in the now. Focus on what you can control, not what you can't. We can't control this COVID thing. Certain things are out of our control, but what is in your control? Your life. Other things are completely in control. So work on solutions. The problem is always going to be the problem until you start to see the solution to it. Look, it's uh, 12.38 and I've probably gone over my time limit. So I thank you so much, uh, everyone there. And I really appreciate that. Jason, I would like to thank you for that excellent presentation. I think it, you took the words out of my mouth whenever you, you uh, mentioned food for thought. I think that uh, at lunchtime, it's always good to have some food for thought. And that was really, really excellent. And I know that Gillian is now going to handle a few questions. Just um, one piece of housekeeping I was asked, or we were asked during the, the presentation about slides. So we are recording this event and we will make sure that you can get a copy of it. We will be in touch after the event itself. So I'm going to present or pass over now to Professor Gillian Armstrong. And Gillian is Director of Business Engagement at Ulster University Business School. And Gillian is a professor of business education and has worked at the university for over 20 years. And she is currently leading a business school initiative to support future of work requirements. So over to you, Gillian. Okay, thank you, Eddie. Um, good afternoon, everybody. Um, very warm welcome from the, the business school at Ulster. Um, I, I think, Jason, a very interesting session there. Um, I, I think you've managed maybe to... Um, you know, change the energy, I'm sure, for everybody in the remote office um, this afternoon. Um, very, very uh, insightful talk there. Um, and I know this structural shift at the moment in the workplace and in the home, certainly um, all advice um, and your insights are well received at the moment. Thank you. Um, now, I, I know Eddie has asked folks to post some questions on the chat function. Um, I have maybe a couple that have came in in advance. This is a very popular area within Future of Work. Um, so I'll maybe start with some of these, Jason, until we, we have more coming in on the chat function. Um, I, I think one quite interesting one, and this is maybe coming in from some of our, our research colleagues. COVID-19 has resulted in a lot of you know, paradoxical challenges for managers. So on one hand, um, you know, you have managers um, trying very hard to ensure good communication, 
um, with those remote working in their teams. They're very mindful of challenges in terms of that environment. You know, you've mentioned mm -hmm. between homeschooling and childcare, et cetera. At the same time, some of these managers and leaders are also dealing with very challenging decisions from their own organizational point of view, looking at, you know, business insight, foresight, you know, what's appropriate for the business going forward. What is your own advice for this new entrepreneurial leader in terms of navigating these challenges? So from a manager and organization and for them personally? Mm -hmm. Great question. And um, look, it's, let's get straight down to it. It, it is a, a challenging time for sales managers and sales leaders all over. I would, what people miss more than anything is connection with people. They miss the times where they sit in the canteen and they have a cup of coffee and they sit and have a chat about things and they get their things out their system that they want to get out about all that discussion, or they want to find out about the, the other person, uh, whatever it might be. I think that's a really good key thing to add in in communication. So something that I might suggest is to have that even before a meeting. Before a meeting, you allow people to have 15 minutes coffee, catch up with them and get, you know, get that human connection back in to the organization, get that element of trust get that element of people, I don't know, um, being connected with people, you know. The other areas that you discussed is, like, resilience is really, really, it's a tough thing at the moment. Like, uh, for me, I've been through a couple of recessions myself, so I've sort of understood the process before. It's, it's about getting yourself back up quickly. It's okay for people to see your vulnerability, your vulnerable side, and it's okay to communicate that because we're all, we're all vulnerable in our own sense. Obviously, as a, as a leader, you want to be strong. You want to be this, that, and the other. You don't have all the answers. Either your customers have all the answers or some of the answers or your team has the answers. So why don't we share as a collective what we can actually do as a team to move forward? And again, Bit of a cliche here, but there's no such thing as a, a, a bad question. There's only um, ways that we can actually make it work and understand that. Did that cover some of it? Yeah, very good. Um, I think we, we have one question linked to that. Um, and it's actually, it's a good one. How do you make sure it sounds authentic and real? Your eyes never lie. Um, uh, again, it is that vulnerability. It is your tone. It's how you present yourself. Um, you know, it's it it does come with those. If if you are coming from uh, uh, an area of vulnerability, is to sh show some of it because as leaders, like we're all, as again, I repeat what I've just probably just said, we're all supposed to be strong. We're the ideas people. You know, this, that, and the other. But you know, we're all. Well, having uh, these challenging situations, how can we work together as a collective to move forward? And to show that, you can hear it by your tone. You can hear it by your tonality and the way that you speak and the way that you engage with people. And, and again, it's, it's your body language. You can tell when someone's not being authentic. Uh, an example I was going to give on there is um, this, this scenario. That 
uh, of when you can when someone's speaking how how can you tell that there isn't any there's no authenticity there there's no there's no sort of trust there's no connection any sort of examples that you can give in that sort of sense obviously we've got um the uh, the u.s uh, leader that he's leaving uh, almost thank god but donald trump is uh, probably uh, an example of that do i say not what i do is that sort of uh, example in that sort of realm okay um, another follow-on question on that um any advice on how you manage a relationship with a colleague who doesn't have the same level of emotional intelligence good question yeah, that's no, a very good question. Um, maybe uh, it's to sort of ask them how they feel, mm-hmm. how they feel in certain situations. Maybe coach them, um, coach them out of the realms of other people. So ask them is to test certain things, like test um, uh, their resilience uh, or ask them uh, when was the time that you had been resilient in the past? So relate something that happened in the past when they felt really good about being resilient and they got themselves back up. So they they can almost bring that uh, psychology into the workplace. And so that's what I did. There was a bit of feedback there. Um, So that's one of the things that you can do. It is about understanding this. And again, is it really listening to what can we do together to build your um, confidence up Give me some ideas of uh, stuff that's worked for you in the past that we can make sure that uh, we can all move forward in the right way because we understand that things are challenging for you. So relatability, also um, there's a bit of mirror in there to to really dig deep into them and ask them the right questions. Yes, okay. Um, you mentioned coaching. This was a, a question we had. How can the role of coaching support the development of a culture that supports empathy and human connection? So your thoughts on practical strategies around coaching? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big question because I coach as well. So um, I first of all, I get someone, a specialist in there because managers are being given this job and responsibility, but they might not necessarily be the coach. They've been given this, but they they need the tools. They need other people's help around them to build them up to be a coach or be coachable and understanding how other people's uh, relationships. It, it, it's probably a long-winded question here, and uh, like I'm hope I hope I'm answering it in the right way. Being a coach takes time, patience, and understanding of other people because it is asking lots and lots of questions and listening and reflecting and seeing and getting people to try things and getting people to fail on their own without any sort of uh, uh, Mm. coddling and say, well, I want you to try this and I want you to try that because coaching is all about asking people to do something and asking lots of good questions so people can internalize how they're actually going to do it. Okay. Um, Again, we we have another question very relevant for those of us um, within higher education. Any lessons, and obviously that there's lots here in terms of, you know, how we deal with students 
Um, and I, I know staff are, are very uh, keen to understand some of the student issues at the moment and support where possible, but any advice to your academic colleagues? Um, obviously just treat people as humans, <laughs> like mutual respect, both, both find, again, find out what their needs are, find out what we can do to make them successful. What are, what are things that we haven't discussed so we can make you successful? What tools haven't we got so we can understand and think about is do we need a, a learning platform? Do we need something else or do we need something else? Or do you need to ha have a coach to help you? Or do you need to have a, a better understanding about the situation? It's, it's all about the needs of them to make them successful. So one of the questions that you should be asking is what do we need to do to make you successful? Okay, very good, love that. Um, one interesting question as well here. Your thoughts around how to break bad news within the workplace? N not a positive one today. No, it's, 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 a, it's that's a, always very challenging. Um, to be honest with you, it's I've, I've done that before in the past uh, of telling people that they've got to go. Uh, it's, it's equally as hard for the person delivering the information as the person receiving it. There's, there's both parts of it. No one likes to be let go. No one likes the, the feeling of being let go and no one likes to give the news of being let go. So again, it's, it's all about um, understanding that things are not uh, right in uh, the business is not there at the moment um, that we can't support you at, at the moment. Uh, just try and be practical and just trying to be understanding about both situations. Uh, but just again, be authentic with how you uh, connect with those people. That's, it's, 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 it's a tough thing. It's not a positive thing to say. Okay. Um, we, we have a great question and we'll maybe end on this one coming in or, around empathy again. Um, you know, I'm just checking exactly the, the There's a good question here. actually on uh, behavioral principles about modeling and effective modeling with uh, college. Uh, something that I, uh, colleagues, uh, something that I, I, I've done before in the past is modeling best behavior, modeling best practices, modeling people that have succeeded before in the past. What are they doing specifically to be successful or what are they doing um, so you can understand their behaviors. Is it that they uh, they wake up early in the morning, they, they, they do goal setting, they do this, that, and the other, or they, uh, they, they do mindfulness or they do something? What are the, the, the steps that they do on a daily basis to make them successful? That's all part and parcel of modeling good behavior. And as I say on, on the questions, emotional intelligence, leading by example. Okay, you lead by example, which is absolutely wonderful. People like people that they can trust. And if you're leading in a good way, an authentic way, that's a really good way forward. Um, okay, last question. Any good examples or <clears throat> your thoughts for some of our global leaders in terms of demonstrating empathy? Yeah, well, again, I think it's um, might have been some of the stuff that we said before is give them, give people a time to play, not play, play, but give them a time, an opportunity to have a bit of good interaction with people without the format of 
the the maybe the 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 global structure because it's all about building those relationships and it is again i was say in my last slide it's that return on relationship the more you can connect with those people and build that element of trust around the organization that it's okay to speak up when it's when the time is right there's lots more we can actually discuss in that area. So it's, it's quite a big question. So I appreciate that. Okay, I, I think we'll maybe leave the questions at that point. I, I know it's one of those topics, huge, huge interest in. Um, so at this point, um, you know, on behalf of the alumni office and the business school, would like to, you know, say a particular thanks to you, Jason. You certainly haven't disappointed. Um, you know, we're very aware you're a, a very popular contributor with Irish Times Training. That's one of our, our valued partners within the business school. And we're always delighted to welcome back alumni. So we have very much appreciated your time. Um, a recording of this talk will be available on YouTube in the coming days. And many thanks also to Eddie and the alumni office, um, Roshi McNamara, and my, my own business engagement team as well. Um, this has actually been one of the highlights of remote working for um, Ulster University in that these online alumni events are, are very well received. Um, uptake is excellent. And in some ways, um, we think that this is a great opportunity for us to connect with alumni um, across many, many areas. We're very proud of our alumni and the career paths they have taken. We're, and we're always pleased to hear what everyone is up to. So please do keep in touch. Um, to help you know, the UU community keep in touch, um, we have launched a new online global graduate network called UU Connects. You can inspire some current students or be inspired by fellow alumni. So please join us at uuconnects.com and start those much needed conversations today. The pandemic has taught us many lessons and still does, spotlighting that need for human connection, um, empathy and communication. So, you know, hopefully some of the insights today will stay with us as we progress into a new year. Also at the start of a year, always a good time to look at development plans. Um, so for us within the business school, if you're thinking of any management and leadership development, please feel free to contact us at the engage at Ulster email or um, to get in contact. At the moment, we're running a range of funded upskilling courses. And again, um, these are uh, available through social media. Um, but finally, thank you for spending the time and joining us today. Really important to connect at the current time. Just in the last couple of days, um, we can announce that the next alumni talk is with David Mead and details will follow. Um, but, you know, please stay in contact, check out the YouTube recording and on behalf of everyone, many thanks to you and to you, Jason, for your time. Thank you uh, as well. Uh, been very much, I'm very humbled by this. So, so I really appreciate that. And again, empathy is to say thank you to your teams. So I applaud everyone to say thank you. Okay, thank you everyone. Thanks again, if you like what you hear, please 
give it a thumbs up and please share it. If you want to uh, find out more about me, come and visit my website at jasoncooper.io or email me at jcooper at jasoncooper.io. If you like what you hear, please spread the word. It's very much appreciated. I'm truly humbled 